Hello, this is Pastor Raymond Rivers of the Gospelite Free Will Baptist Church in Calera, Alabama, and you're listening to the Bible Beacon Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'd like to especially welcome all of you who are daddies, and we trust that you've had a very blessed and happy day today. And we're glad that you've also tuned in where we like to share from the Word of God something that's going to brighten your day and show you the way that God would have you to walk. And today we're going to be talking about a very important subject that I think that all people in one way or the other needs to understand. And we're going to be talking today on a very important subject entitled Bible-Centered Fatherhood. That's next, coming up on the Bible Beacon Podcast. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back, and we are glad that you have tuned in to uh, our podcast today. Again, welcome to all of you, especially you daddies, and we're glad that you have uh, tuned in with us. I believe there's, there's a lot of misconceptions uh, about what fatherhood is supposed to be like, especially when it comes to the spiritual application of it all. Um, there's a lot of people who believe that the spiritual training should be done by the mother. Now, I believe that a man should be saved and uh, he should lead his family uh, in the Word of God and that while the mothers play a huge, huge important part in the spiritual training of children, according to Scripture, it should begin with the daddy. And so husbands, daddies, make sure you understand what the Word of God has to say and understand that part of your responsibility is that you should be involved and take the leadership in the spiritual training of your children. Now, let me go ahead and explain to you that your children will probably ask you a question that you do not know. A lesson that I learned from one of the pastors that I've had and actually worked under was simply be honest and say, I don't know, but I'll study that and I'll get back with you uh, on that. It's as simple as that. So you don't have to know it all, but you do have to know the main core values and core beliefs and teachings of the scriptures. So let me encourage you to read and study your Bible daily. But there's a, a lot of misconceptions. Uh, like I said, a lot of uh, people have taught that it doesn't really matter, uh, that the men shouldn't be involved with it, uh, or, you know, it should be just left to the mothers. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter how you live. It does matter how you live because you set an example for your children. And that uh, according to Scripture, what we're going to be talking about today is that how we... Uh, convey ourselves as a father should be biblically based. And, and let me explain. When we come to that last breath and we pass on, our children deserve to know several things. First of all, that we love their mother. Number two, they deserve to know that we love God and that we love God's word. Uh, when a preacher stands up to preach your children's uh, father's funeral, your funeral, 
when they hear the preacher say this was a godly man, this man loved the Lord, this man uh, shared the word of God, then those children need to see that now in your life. We're going to be reading a passage of scripture from the New Testament. It's Ephesians chapter 6, beginning in verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. So if it's right to obey your children, I mean, obey your parents, uh, then it's wrong to disobey as long as your parents are operating within the will of God. Number two, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. We go back to Exodus chapter 20 and Deuteronomy, I believe, chapter 5, that gives us the Ten Commandments, which is, that is part of it. And the reason that God gives us, verse 2, honor thy father and mother, and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, Verse 3 tells us why, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. So if you want it to go well, uh, then you need to honor uh, your mother and your father. And, uh, you know, uh, God says it's going to be well with you if you do. So we're all excited as parents because we really say, yeah, get them kids, uh, straighten them out, make them behave, give them verses 1 through 3. Well, that's all well and good, but you can't forget verse 4. It goes on to say, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition, or in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Now, that's hugely important because if you'll notice, uh, it doesn't mention the mothers there. I don't believe that means that mothers shouldn't be involved in spiritual training. I just simply mean, I believe that it means you should uh, realize as daddy, it should begin with you. Let's pick uh, this uh, verse, uh, you know, I'd say pick it apart, but let's just look at it analytically. Let's look at the parts so we can see the whole on this subject of God or Bible-centered fatherhood. And let's pray. Father, I just ask you now in these few moments as we share together these points that you would just use me and I pray that you would help us to be godly men, godly husbands, and godly daddies. Uh, and Lord, to our families, and we just pray that you would get the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it says there in verse 4, Andy Fathers. Now, this is a message to fathers. While I, again, I keep stressing this because I don't want people to think that I'm uh, being mean or forgetting about the women. Women should play a vitally important part in the um, upbringing, the spiritual uh, nourishment of their children. It should begin with the father's. Uh, you know, we think of Timothy and his uh, uh, mother and grandmother, uh, Eunice and, and Lois, uh, were, you know, we think about them and where would Timothy have been if it hadn't been for those two? Because I believe scripture bears out the fact that it was these who shared, uh, these two women who shared the faith of, the, of Christianity with Timothy and, and exampled that. Now, I don't think that Scripture absolutely says that uh, his daddy was an absolute pagan. We don't really know that, but we do know that he was a non-believer. And uh, so, yes, thank God for the women. But if you do it the way God's Word says it, it should begin uh, with the daddies here. And uh, so, listen up, fellas. This is this is you. This is what God says to me, what God says to you as daddies. And your father's Provoke not your children to wrath. The word provoke means to rouse to anger. Uh, I think a lot of times we 
uh, do that, maybe not intentionally, but we get our kids all bent out of shape, and yet we uh, probably do so because we don't go about handling this thing according to Scripture. When there's a disagreement or misunderstanding or even confusion, uh, we get children out of shape, we get them confused, and it shouldn't be that way. God says that our life and what we do and what we say and teach should not provoke children uh, to wrath. Now, if they rebel against what you're doing and what you're doing is right, then that's another story. But even as we do that, we are to do it in a way that I believe is Bible-centered. What do you mean, Brother Raymond? What do you, what do you mean by that? Well, let me explain. It tells us what not to do. Provoke not your children to wrath. Okay? But the Bible continues on with the positive aspect or positive side of that. It says, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. Now, I want you to listen to that word, bring them up. It means to nourish them up to maturity. So we think that as a daddy, if we give them shelter, over their heads, clothes on their backs, food in their stomachs, that we have done all that we're supposed to do. And while those things are important, while those things should and must be done, you take care of your kids, that is not all of it. The daddies are responsible to make sure that children are taught the Word of God, that they are maturing in the Christian faith, and while we cannot force our children to accept Christ, no false conversions or anything like that, we are still to give them teaching and admonition of the Lord, and we're to expect our children to abide by these principles. Okay? If they're going to live in your house, they need to abide by the principles, the principles of God's Word. He tells them that we're to nurse them up to maturity. So that tells me... Uh, you know, that we need to be interested in not just teaching them Bible stories, but bringing them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord to maturity, help them to grow up, to be spiritually mature, discipled, and servants of the living God as they receive Christ themselves. But the thing that's so interesting is God really breaks this down and really gives us some great description of the positive side of all of this, of this thing of Bible-centered fatherhood. It says, bring them up in the nurture. The word nurture here means the whole training and education of children. That's commands, uh, morals, admonitions, reproofs. Even in when you reprove or rebuke your child, you need to do so in love, but also according to Scripture. They need to understand that what they have done is wrong, not just because you say it's wrong, but because God in his word says it's wrong. You understand? And uh, so we need to bring them up in the nurture of the Lord. Uh, this is the whole encompassing idea of the training of our children, the education of our children. And um, again, uh, women have played, the moms and grandmoms have played a huge a part in all of this, but God's word says it should begin uh, with the, the daddy. The responsibility is there. And so we must understand that. And then it goes on to say uh, that we're to bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. The word admonition means exhortation, 
Now, where is the exhortation of the Lord from? Well, that's the Word of God. I want to ask you a question. How well does your children know the Bible? And what they know, did they get it from you? Or did you shirk your responsibility to let your wife or Sunday school teacher or youth pastor do that? Thank God for the Sunday school teacher. Thank God for the youth pastor. But daddies, it begins, or at least it should be, with us. God tells us to not operate and bring your kids to anger because you've just told them, hey, sit down and be quiet. And you've never really taught them why that was important, why they should even obey you. Why, why have they, have you ever explained that to them? And he says to bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. Do they know the word of God because of you? Now that's a tough question. Now, I would encourage you as if you are a Christian daddy, let me encourage you to get into the Word of God like never before. Why do I say that? Because we live in deceptive times and the devil will do whatever he can to try to deceive you. And if he can deceive you, then you will be used to the devil to deceive your children and not even know it. And uh, let me mean, let me explain this. I don't say that daddies are going out purposely trying to deceive their children. But what I'm saying is, if a man is deceived and he thinks what he is uh, believing is is wrong, when really it's a false belief, and he teaches his children that, thinking he's teaching them the truth, he will not even know it necessarily, and he will wind up uh, leading his children astray. And by the way, that happens more than we'd like to admit when it comes to spiritual things. And I believe today that we as daddies need to take more serious than ever this idea of training, education, and exhortation of our children more than ever, teaching them the Word of God. How could we ever think it not an honor I mean, it's a responsibility, yes, but it is also an honor and privilege to be the person. Out of the 7.4 or 7.5 billion people on this planet, we are the one individual that God has given us the responsibility and privilege to share God's word with our children. Don't throw that privilege away. And um, so let me explain to you that we're not to raise our kids, making them angry and just being a dictator in their life, but we're to care enough about them and let them know that we care. And the way we rear or raise, however you want to call it, raise our children, we need to do so by bringing them up to maturity through what? The training and education and the exhortation of our children. But it's still not the end of the story. When you read this, it says, And you fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. Now, the word Lord is often translated from the word Jehovah. But here, in the New Testament passage of Ephesians 6, 4, the word Lord is from a different Greek word. And this is huge right here. The word Lord is from the Greek word kurios. It means supreme in authority. Uh, It means a controller or the magistrate. 
uh, chief or even owner. So when you read it in the light of the proper definitions, it means bring your children up to full maturity, not to anger, nurturing or training, educating, and exhorting them in the Lord. So we need to do that with the exhortation God gives to us, and that's his word. I want to ask you the question I asked you earlier. How much of the Bible does your children know? And out of what they know of the Bible, how much did they learn it from you? Thank God for faithful Sunday school teachers, children's church workers, youth pastors. Thank God for them. If my child were, of course, she's a teenager now, but if she was to go into a young class or even as a teenager into a youth group, I would want them to hear the word of God. But thank God she's heard it first for me. And daily, still, she asks questions because she's trying to learn. And it's exciting to see the growth and maturity uh, in her life. And it doesn't happen by mistake or by accident. It happens because we decided as a daddy to be a father with a Bible-centered fatherhood. And I believe with all of my heart, if we're going to give them truth, we got to give them the Bible. And if we're going to give them the Bible, we've got to know it ourselves first. Now, I would venture to, to say that a lot of people have not brought, been brought up in such a home. Maybe their dad was saved, but failed to um, understand this. Maybe they were never discipled and taught of just how important it was that they take the lead role in training their children in the word and will and ways of God. Um, and that's sad. And that's one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast. So people who have never heard can know that. And for the women who may listen to this podcast, that they can see from the word of God, the responsibility that their husbands are to take and not to, uh, you know, the women are to encourage that, pray for the husband, that they will be that way. Yes, they should do whatever they can to help train the word of uh, our, their children in the word of God. But if the daddies are not going to do it, the mothers must rise to the occasion. Okay, I understand that. I did not grow up in a quote-unquote Christian home. I knew my daddy loved my mother, my mother loved my daddy, and they both loved me. And they taught me a lot of things. And they taught me, you know, right from wrong in the general sense of the word. But when it came to ultimate Bible training, I got that uh, in Sunday school and children's church. I'm one of those snotty-nosed bus kids that um, grew up. And I'm trying to not only be a good pastor, I'm trying to be a good daddy. And uh, and in these days, it's getting to be more of a challenge. Um, but I would encourage you to stay in the Word of God and give them the Word of God in your actions and in your teachings because the Word of God is so important. And notice it says the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. He's the one that's in control. He has the right to tell you how to parent, and He has the right to tell you how to be a daddy, even though uh, it's going to be different than what you or maybe those around you think it should be. Oh, you're not going to let your kids do this? I've gotten that plenty of times. But I've tried to raise my daughter 
in a way that is pleasing the Lord on my account. In other words, that way I do it would be pleasing to the Lord, but it also be helpful to my daughter. You know, it says ye fathers. Notice that's plural. It's not just for some fathers. All fathers are supposed to train up their children to full maturity. Why would you want your child to not mature? You want your child to mature physically, mentally, emotionally, socially. Why can't we encourage them to mature spiritually by living our faith out according to Scripture and teaching them the Word of God? And I believe that's huge, huge, huge. And so let me encourage you today, guys. I know that the media is trying to make fathers look like they're either idiots or dictators. I understand that. And it's unfortunate because the reality is there are some out there who don't take the responsibility serious and other ones do so much that they act like they are just totally in command and, and that's not going to work either. But when you bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord... Uh, we are not only obeying God's word, but we know that we are going to steer our children in the right path, the path of righteousness that follows the Lord Jesus, that one day they may receive the Lord Jesus Christ himself and go on to serve uh, the Lord Jesus. And it's a wonderful thing. Uh, our daughter, who is uh, now 17, serves in our ministry. She helps us with children's ministry. She helps us with our Facebook ministry. And it's wonderful to see her take part in all of that. Now, I've done what I'm supposed to do today in this podcast in revealing or relaying this message, this thought to you. But that's not the end of the story. The question is, is what are you going to do? Are you going to get serious about this? Or are you willing to let your children be taught, directed, and led in a direction by someone else that may not be leading them to Jesus? That's huge when you look at it that way. I remember uh, my wife, we had one vehicle at the time. Uh, my daughter was six years old. And uh, we came, or, or they came to pick me up uh, from work that day because they needed the car. And uh, they came to pick me up, and I got in the car, and uh, one of the first statements other than, hello, did you have a good day, was, do you want to tell them, or do you want me to tell them? So that's the question my wife gave to my daughter when I got in the car. Now, I'll be honest with you. I had no clue, but it just didn't sound good, because I thought she had got in trouble, and that uh, I was going to have to play the disciplinarian, so to speak. But... The truth was, or the reality of the situation was, on the way home, or on the way to work to pick me up, um, my daughter heard a song that uh, my wife was playing, and the line says, it's time to choose whose side you're going to be on. It's a Christian song, Southern Gospel, which I like, and uh, all of a sudden, my wife hears my daughter crying, and uh, she asked my daughter, are you, are you okay? the response that my daughter gave to my wife was, I want to be on God's team. We knew that God had been working in her heart. And you say, children can't get saved that early. I beg to differ. And for that's for a whole nother story or another podcast. But anyway, when they explained that to me, my heart was just about as full as it could be. And uh, we just went to the back of the parking lot, wasn't going to waste time. 
I went back and shared the scriptures like I would with anybody else. And then I had to explain it back to me. So I understood that she understood. And sure enough, she did. And uh, we prayed right then and there. And she prayed to receive Jesus as her Lord and Savior. And man, that has just been one of the greatest privileges of my ministry. Don't pass that up. Don't pass it up. Even if you are not the one that actually gets to pray with them, make sure that you have lived and taught in such a way so that when the time comes that God speaks to their heart and they finally surrender to the Lord, they know that what you have been teaching them all the time has been that truth that you've been wanting them to hear. So teach them, show them, and have a Bible-centered fatherhood. Hey, guys, we love you. We know, Most of all, God loves you. And for those of you out there who are fathers, let me just again encourage you today, take up this mantle and run with it for the glory of God and for the good of your children. And uh, for those of you who have opportunities to be a father figure to maybe a child whose uh, dad has run off, uh, a dad who's passed away, uh, take advantage of that in the good sense of the word and share Jesus with them. And uh, I'm thankful for those who did that in my life. Hey, this is Brother Raymond Rivers, and you've li been listening to the Bible Beacon Podcast. And again, happy Father's Day to all of you uh, daddies out there. Let me encourage you. If you would like to hear more about this, let me encourage you to go to our Facebook page, and that is at GLFWBC, all capital letters, GLFWBC. That stands for Gospel Light Free Will Baptist Church. And uh, I want you to listen to the uh, podcast, uh, or excuse me, the uh, service for today uh, on June the 21st, uh, 2020. It is our Father's Day message. I don't beat pastors up. I mean, beat uh, the daddies up, but I do challenge them and motivate them to be godly men and to live in such a way uh, to really bring their children up into maturity. So again, that's at GLFWBC, all uh, capital letters. And I want you to do just that. And I would encourage you to do that and, um, you know, and listen to that. Not a real long sermon, but it has a lot to really speak to your heart about. Also, uh, you can go to our webpage, and uh, I know some of you may not know Jesus. If you're listening and you don't know Jesus, uh, I would encourage you to go to our homepage, and you'll see a little section, a little ways down, called Introductory Videos. Go to the second one. It's called The Plan of Salvation. It'll share the Word of God uh, with you and how to be saved Romans 10, 13 says, For God, uh, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And God wants you saved. And then as you are saved and filled with the Holy Spirit and dwelt by the Holy Spirit, He wants you to um, train your children in the Word of God and with the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Hey, I'm pulling for you today. If I can ever be a help, please send us a message and we would love to hear from you. If you have a question about what I've said, an idea for a future podcast, if you have a prayer request, please send us a message or you can write us at Gospel Light FWB Church. I just simply short version for Free Will Baptist. Gospel Light FWB Church at Post Office Box 134, Calera, Alabama, 
That's spelled C-A-L-E-R-A. And our zip is 35040. So send in those requests, ideas, or questions about our service or podcast today. And we'd love to answer those questions. And uh, again, uh, we would like to uh, remind you of a article, a booklet type thing that I've written called Once Again. And it talks about raising our children for God and not letting them be deceived uh, by a lot of the teachings that are going on today. Again, if you would like a copy of that, you send me a message or write me a letter and I'll send you a copy of that free of charge. This is Pastor Raymond Rivers. Again, listening, uh, you're listening to the Bible Beacon Podcast. Hey, listen, hope to hear from you and stay tuned to our next podcast coming up Wednesday, the Lord willing, and we will talk to you then. May God bless you. Have a wonderful day.